This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Hedua.com, creators of the Well-Planned Day Planners. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel. On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. And we want to welcome you to episode 61 of Homeschooling in Real Life, Organizing Your Homeschool. Now, this episode comes on the request of a listener, but also because of our sponsor, Hedgewood.com. And we're going to talk about uh, planners in just a few minutes here, but let's start with what's going on in our house. I mean, it's cr- just to get in front of these microphones was a <laughs> nightmare today. It's VBS week, which is totally great, except for the day that um, Joe's older sisters kicked him out. This is our little brain-damaged boy. Um, <laughs> got kicked out of EBS one morning, which, you know, on his side of things, um, the, just he melts down. It was too much. There's too much going on. Our family runs too fast, you know. There's all these teenagers and all these people, and we had French exchange students, and they were coming and going, and, yeah, and then <laughs> now our, we have a cousin yeah, here. <laughs> our French exchange student left on Thursday, and uh-huh. Thursday night, what happened? Um, our nephew arrived. Our nephew showed up. So it's just <laughs> always something here, but yeah. today for VBS... It's just too much for a little guy. We, we had time alone, though. Come, come on. We had time alone. It was you and me. We were going to sit down and record... And child number whatever, I don't know, one of our kids got sick to her stomach, and (laughs) so she stayed home with us. And then the local utility company decided to do power work on our road (laughs) when... The two-hour window where we're going to record. So we have no power to record our show. So we finally sit down here to record, and the door knocks, and the cleaners show up, which means vacuum noises. I mean, people... Pray for homeschooling in real life because I about I was ringing the neck of the microphone and it doesn't even have a neck. Well, actually, here's what we need you to do: our kids are about to come back home, also from VBS. Like, just be cool with all yeah, the noise because there's going to be like in two seconds the kids are going to come in. They're going to come running in this office, so. and they're going to be making lunch. And, and I'm going to snap on air. You're going to hear me snap on air that we didn't no. get this time. So I think our listeners appreciate that life isn't perfect here. No, Fletch, it's not. So, it's not. Yeah. So far away from perfect but you know what is perfect i'm enjoying a perfect cup of caroline's coffee Uh, they are our sponsor and nice segue yeah that was nice we need to talk about uh what we're enjoying and so today in my cup of coffee i have a great cup of el salvador laguna las ranas wow that sounds muy muy importante yeah you know kendra's been working on mango languages and oh, yeah. She's been learning Spanish. So I just said this uh, Laguna Las Ranas. Do you know what that is? Uh, Laguna Las Ranas. I don't know, but I say it well. Uh, the the <laughs> Lagoon of Frogs. No sé, mi amigo. <laughs> the Pond or oh, Laguna Frogs. Frog Pond. I don't know if that's a really good coffee name, but let me tell you this is a great coffee. It's uh, from, a, from a farm in El Salvador. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of like frog pond water. It is. Mm-hmm. You know what's cool is that Caroline's Coffee actually buys from people. So okay. the Salaveria family in El Salvador owns this farm. Oh, very cool. Coffee that's roasted light. Um, there's a nice kind of honey vanilla flavor to it. 
with some stone fruits. People, let me tell you, I love coffee. I love Caroline's coffee, and I want you to love it too. Click through in the show notes, and you can get uh, right to Caroline's coffee and buy some coffee. Remember, I think it's cheaper if you buy it online from them than if you go buy a bag at Starbucks. I mean, it's just really good, and it's not rising. Enough with coffee. Thank you for sponsoring us, Caroline's Coffee. And uh, Ken, um, what's going on with you? We have a birthday well, coming up. Lady. Hello, in my big gigantic cup here, I have iced tea. Oh. And I threw some fresh peaches in it. Oh. So, yeah. There wow. you go. Were they out of our yard? Your coffee has notes of stone fruit. My tea actually has stone fruit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. No, you have um, a birthday coming up, lady. Oh, yeah. Mis cumpleaños en domingo. So I'm speaking Spanish because um, I took four years of high school Spanish, passed the AP test, and then didn't have a chance to study it again. So this has kind of been a long-term thing of mine to get my Spanish back in gear. And Mango Languages is not a company that's sponsoring us. Um, no. I've actually reviewed them, though, prior to this um, for a review project. So I, I'll put that in the show notes if you're interested. But here's kind of the cool thing. Our library has it for free. Um, so check out your library for Mango Languages. There are over 70 languages um, on Mango Languages, including Fletch. Pirate. Pirate. <laughs> that's right. And also, um, on the serious side, uh, what did I tell you? Biblical Hebrew, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So there's just a little bit of everything. Latin is on there if your kids are doing that. Um but I'll tell you, I just in the last few days of playing with this and taking it very seriously for myself, you know, keeping notes and being a student of it, I went to the tamale stand yesterday at our farmer's market and I spoke Spanish to the guy there from Oaxaca. So, yeah, check you know, this out, folks. Check it out. This is really cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and oh, man, use this for your kids in homeschooling. Yes. Yeah. And I we, we sat together in a chair last night, kind of like a little date mm-hmm. up in our bedroom. And she was showing it to me and we were both practicing the language. Yeah. So if I need to order, uh, what was it again? If I need uh, to order, um, well, you could something um, with salsa. Un, un, un te, you could order un botella de vino francés, and that'd be like a bottle of French wine. So right, exactly. It's it was very great. helpful. So we, we were learning a lot of things. So great, check that out. Uh, we are ready to start the show. So let's uh, hit a commercial. And remember, this is directly related to our show. All right, hurlers. I don't know if you noticed this, but I am married to the most organized homeschool mom. Actually, the most organized woman I've ever met. I mean, she would, if I gave her control, my socks would be, no, my sock drawer wouldn't be organized because that's not something that you organize in our family, right? Well, yeah, I just actually gave up on the socks um, when we had like, I don't know, more than the average number of children because really, I did like spending time folding socks. We probably talked about this on an episode before. Yeah. we just have me, a sock drawer. Okay, yeah, and yeah. everything, everything just goes in thrown it. in Everybody there. has something like that that's just like, you know what? There are, There's just better things to do with your life. So for me, it was socks, but for you, it might be something else. So, you know, talking about this though, you are super organized, but for our homeschooling parents, homeschooling moms that aren't organized, our sponsor, Hedgewa.com, that's the Home Educating Family Association, has a product that's pretty awesome that we've checked out. Yeah, I agree. And I am a really naturally organized person. So to administrate and organize anything, any kind of system for anything is is very natural to me. Um, and what I want to see in these types of planners that you, you purchase is I want to see some flexibility, the ability for me to make it work for my homeschool and this these are really good this way yeah no Hedgewa has a ton of planners but I think the one for folks that are getting organized for homeschool moms that are thinking about the school year coming up ahead 
the well-planned they is the planner they should be looking at. I mean, they have student planners for your kids. Mm -hmm. They have college planners. And we're going to talk about a lot of those over the next month. But if you're starting off your school year and after listening to this episode, decide you need to get more organized, the well-planned day planner is the one for you at Hedgewood.com. All right, Ken. So we were sitting around our planning session, and we were talking uh, actually about some advertising, and we were talking about these well-planned day planners, and we thought at a month out, about a month out from school, it would be great to get real about organization again. Yeah, so we've talked about organization in episode 32. I love homeschooling, but I'm totally disorganized. Yeah. Um, and so we, I don't think we're going to regurgitate too much of that. We will hit on some of those things. But we're talking specifically t- this time about the new school year. How do I get myself in gear here for the next few weeks ahead? And, you know, this is very relevant to where we are right now because you and I are creating whole new chore lists yeah. for all of the kids Well, at let home. me ask you a question. Are we too late for this? Should you have been doing this last spring? I mean, in your organized world. Well, yeah, but that's I mean, me. you're done with Christmas shopping and everything. I mean, for for the Uber organized, we're almost hitting this too late. But yeah. these podcasts go out and do attorney. So you could be listening to this in March. <laughs> sure. And not only that, you know, what I've found over the years of talking about this um, and doing this as a workshop session for homeschool conventions, I'm this way. Yeah, I have my my Christmas shopping done. In fact, you, you're going to die. But I this last week, I, I literally went through my gift stash and made a list of whose stockings were finished and who. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Ridiculous. Huh? That's what but, I live with, folks. That's, but, you know what I? You know what I'm planned for? Kendra's birthday's in like two days, and, and I like I gotta go get a card. No, you don't need to get a card. <laughs> but anyways, that but that is how my brain works. My brain works five steps ahead because it. Oh, I just don't do well by the seat of my pants. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily talking to the mom who has the same sort of personality as I do, but maybe that one who's here saying, oh, wow, it's almost August and we have to start in the middle of August or September or October even, and I can't even wrap my head around where to begin. Now, I want to get there, but I want to start just, can we start two steps back? Yeah. Um, we're talking to some people that are going into homeschooling and are scared to death. Yeah. So that person wants to be organized. But I want to talk about the other person. The person that's been kind of going at it, and they're not going to do any organizing. And they're just going to kind of wing it. What have we seen in real life when people live this kind of haphazard lifestyle? Well, what I see um, from moms who fly by the seat of their pants, and I have friends who do this, is that it's, you know, they love that. And I love that about them, that sort of free spirit, able to do something the night before, you know, or the day of or whatever. But then all of this pressure and stress descends upon that as a homeschool parent, because you do have to educate your kids. I mean, that is part of the homeschool thing. Yeah. So, you know, and then you get to January and you think, oh no, we've only done one chapter of history. You know, you get to the end of the year and your kids are way behind. Now you may not care because some homeschoolers say it doesn't matter. There is no behind. We just go at our own pace. That's great and all, but there is this reality down the line at some point you are not doing your kids any favors if they can't get a job. Right. And i that's the part I want to talk about because just kind of um, having fun at it, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the spirit of that. What mm-hmm. I'm talking about is you're doing, some of you are doing your children a disservice. And those yes. are the ones I want to talk about. If I'm if I'm speaking to you right now, um, these are the people that are like, oh, I just, you. If if anybody were to come in and critique it and evaluate it, 
you're not, you're just actually not doing anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. you are just spinning your wheels and wasting time. Let me talk about this other aspect from a dad's perspective. I'm, I'm going to say it again. Most dads don't homeschool. Mm-hmm. It's the moms at homeschool. There are some homeschooling moms who are wasting money because they're not, they don't have an organization. So yeah. again, those two things, the one you're doing your kids a disservice and you're doing a family budget a disservice. Absolutely. Because you're not organized. Mm-hmm. You know, just living out here where we do outside of town, mm-hmm. if we don't organize our trips into town, yeah. we could do two to three trips into town on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. If we don't think through that. Right. Now, that lack of organization, one, frustrates the snot out of me because mm-hmm. suddenly I'm driving in. 20 minutes each direction. Right. And I'm the one going, I don't want to go pick up these kids. Why did they sign up for this? Well, you know why? Because we weren't organized. We didn't realize that we were going to have worship at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. A kid was serving in the children's ministry. Someone mm-hmm. had band practice. And then the kids were going to spend time at a friend's house. So right. it's all those in and of themselves are great. So what I'm saying is, as you're planning your school year, just like us planning a Sunday, all these things that you're doing are great. But when you're suddenly going... Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do this. Oh, we should do this. Or are we behind on this? Suddenly, the cost, both time and money, mm-hmm. is a burden. Yeah, and the other practical side of that is just in the the gathering of stuff. So, if you bought ten boxes of crayons um, because they were you know five cents each at Target during this back to school sale, great. But if you can't find them, and so you're running out to buy a new box of crayons in November because you're not organized, because you're not organized, now you're paying full price and you can't find those ten boxes of crayons. I didn't plan my curriculum. And right. so we're using, oh man, we should have used this curriculum. Yeah. Now suddenly you're buying a whole new curriculum or you're just jumping around because you didn't take the time to organize and ask your other, you know, you didn't crowdsource. Hey, what are you guys all using for history or math? And right, right. I'm just going to try this. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You know what? If your budget allows for that, but you know, really to be a good steward of time and money, to be a good steward of your kids' educational minds. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on that. And is there something else you want to add? Well, I just wanted to say, if we're going to do this sort of in points or steps and give people sort of a step-by-step, number one is pray. That is where you have to start because you're going to look at this school year, even in terms of the next month or two months or whatever, two weeks of planning time, you've got to pray over what God wants you to accomplish during that time. You know, and that's key. And often, you know, I... The prayer thing is something we often fly out the window on. Yeah. And, oh, we're just going to homeschool because we, we feel God called us to do it. Well, that sanctions and condones everything we do from here on forward. Folks, we should be coming before God on a lot of these questions. Yeah. So that's great. Key well, point. and the other thing about that, Fletch, is just even um, from, a, from a practical standpoint, because prayer is sort of ethereal. We don't think of it necessarily as practical, but it is so practical because our God is faithful to give us everything we need. And if I stop and I say, okay, Lord, I'm looking ahead here at a school year for, for five children this year. What does this child need to be doing? Because our our oldest of this next five batch, she's our high school junior. She's the oldest that I'm homeschooling this year. She is the social butterfly to end all social butterflies. She also is interested in everything. So she wants to try the basketball team and she wants to try the softball team and she wants to be in the choir and she wants to help with kids ministry at church and she wants to go on the missions trip. And she, yeah. you know, this is one that was in France. And last if you're not organized, and, that's going to undo not only her, but right. it's going to undo the whole family. If she were the only child, we'd have a little more yeah, wiggle room, right. but we just do not. And, and it, even if it, you only have one child, 
what does God want for that child to be doing in that amount of time? Maybe that child has one thing that God has for them, and it's going to be life-changing, you know, and not 25. All right, so praying without a doubt. You know, Kenja, I was thinking about something as you were talking, and that's in these last couple episodes that we've talked about homeschooling without the support of your husband. Mm -hmm. A lot of these homeschool moms are making a run at this, and they've, they've written into us and said, we don't have the support of our husbands. Let me tell you, I know one thing that a lot of guys like is organized discussions. I mean, they can't keep up with a wife who's all over the place <laughs> on a women, discussion. Yeah, you know, like that walk that talk in Kendra layers. can think through a thousand things at yeah. once. Um, but I know for me, um, if you if I wasn't behind you, but you said, "Hey, this is what we're doing, Fletch. Uh, this is how we're starting off week one." And if halfway through the school year or halfway through the semester, you say. Here's what we've accomplished. You know, we're on schedule. We're on this organized schedule, barring illnesses, injuries, catastrophe. You know, Mm -hmm. we're keeping to a schedule. We're staying organized. Um, For a lot of you wives that are doing this on your own, that alone can help um, win your husband's favor over, I think. I I don't know. Am I speaking out of line here? I don't think so. I think what guys who maybe are objecting to it, what I keep hearing, and we've talked about this a little bit before, is that... Oftentimes, their objection is, I don't think you can pull this off. Yeah, and I think the school the school does a lot better job, yeah, the yeah. actual public school. And you know what? That may not even be a combative or unkind thing that a husband is saying. Maybe he's just he just knows you, and probably that sort of free spirit, you know, sort of out-of-the-box thinking kind of wife that you might be, creative soul, is what he loves about you. Yeah, and But I'm, he just also recognizes that. I, I was yeah. thinking about some friends specifically who, you know, the husband we know in this family is a super organized guy. He was military. Yeah. And, you know, he just did not like haphazard homeschooling. And his wife was very not military. Yeah. <laughs> she was very haphazard. Yeah. And he really liked when he could get a skit. He, he always said, if I did this, kids would be up at 6 a.m., we'd be done with, ma-. you know, <laughs> it was right. just a diff- different right. thing. So again, I'm recognizing there's different personalities and styles. Please don't flame us with your complaints that we didn't acknowledge that you can pull off a a relaxed homeschooling style? Because between the two of us, can you tell them the truth? Who would be the relaxed homeschooler? Here? You. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, we are going to the beach today. <laughs> Throw it. And I'm, I, I think when I took over homeschooling, I never actually did what you wanted. I always would like, you'd say, well, did you guys get your math done? I'd be like, well, we did other stuff. Define math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, and here's what we love um, about this. This is, again, to pull this product in that, you know, we're not trying to sell you, but we want you to know about is these well-planned day planners. They are a great jumping off point if you are a mom who says, please just give me a place to start. One of the things that I I hear often in uh, the workshop that I do on choosing curriculum is is brand new homeschoolers will say, can you just tell me what to do? You know, and and I'm not a box uh, homeschool gal, like a Becca, Bob Jones, you know, some of those curriculums that they come complete, like they say, okay, well, here's your first grade, you yeah, know, it's right, got everything exactly. for you. That's not the kind of homeschooler I am. I love to choose individual things for individual children. However, a brand new homeschooler often will say to me, I'm so overwhelmed by all of the choices. 
is it bad if I just, you know, ask for one thing, horizons or, you know, some of those, they just give me everything. And I say, absolutely not. You know, that may be the best thing for you this year to feel like you are covering everything that needs to be covered. And then as you grow and as you get some more confidence as a home educator and your children are doing well or not so well in different subjects, then you can begin to sort of see and explore and understand what needs to be done, you know, in your homeschool school. I say the same thing about organization and planning. So start with that. Start with a planner of some sort that's going to help you organize all of your thoughts, especially if you're not an organized thinker. So it will say, you know, okay, this child, this child, this subject, this date, and it will help you to think through all of those things. All right. This is already just going as organized as you like it, Ken, because we're point by point. But let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we have some more resources that we'll be talking about. Hi, this is Carol Topp from the Dollars and Cents Show podcast. You're listening to Homeschooling in Real Life. When you're done listening to Fletch and Kendra here, why don't you head on over to the Dollars and Cents show where I talk about something of interest to everybody. That's money and also a big old dose of common sense. I'll talk to you about uh, running a micro business, managing money, career exploration, and sometimes tips for running a homeschool organization as well. Hi, I always enjoy listening to Fletch and Kendra, and I hope you'll enjoy the other podcasts here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. You can find us at iTunes as well, and I um, I hope you'll consider dropping a great review both for all the work Fletch and Kendra do here at the Homeschool Real Life Podcast as well as my show, Dollars and Cents. Thanks, everybody. All right, we're back. And, uh, you know, we were crowdsourcing this episode uh, with our Facebook listeners. And if you're not on Facebook, again, facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. Uh, Kendra, what <laughs> what did some of our listeners want to know about on this topic? Well, we got some funny ones. I mean, you know, a couple people said, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the organizational hazard. Um, and that's actually our, our neighbor, Autumn, who's a homeschooling mom just down the road. And then, but somebody responded to her and said, I agree, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully we can kind of give you some tools to not feel like you are the one that's, that's sabotaging your homeschool, right? Um, and so then other people said things like the kids, and that's very, very true. There is a level here, Fletch, at which you are not going to achieve any kind of organizational nirvana because you have children. <laughs> really? That's Tell me about re- it. You, really? <laughs> just reality. I, like I have no idea what you're talking about on the day that I'm trying to record this show and I'm dealing with, <laughs> oh my goodness, kids all over the place. We haven't even talked about Mighty Joe and yeah. you know his washing of the Apple remote in the kitchen sink. That was awesome. Been, great you, week. Lost the golf cart the- keys. Yeah, it's been a great <laughs> week. If you Again, you need to go to facebook.com and do hashtag Mighty Joe to see everything he does to undo what we try to do. Yeah. He is on a no-enter-the-office rule. There's yeah. a mad. I say, hey, there's a magic line. You're not supposed to come past the magic line. So anyhow, did someone ask a question specifically about resources? Yeah. Heather Gonzalez said, I'd love for you to talk about easy steps someone who's not naturally organized can take. And that's really what we're trying to do here with this episode, is to give you some, some steps to take, some resources. So All I right. have a few more. Go ahead. Okay, the first one would be tell your time. Okay, what this is an mean? online, um, it's actually available online and you can just download oh, it. Yeah, okay. so I'll have a link to that in the show notes also if you go to the homeschoolingirl.com 
website and look up this episode 61, um, there's a link to it. It's called Tell Your Time. This is a just a time organization worksheet sort of a thing. Little, you know, it's an inexpensive little download, helps you process how to organize your time. And you know, one year I took our three teenage sons to McDonald's and we sat there with Tell Your Time and they each had their own copy because I was seeing that the the one in college and the two in high school at the time were not they were just not managing their time well. Right. There was a lot of uh, fooling around. And I'll tell you right now, I, I think when your kids are old enough, you start them on their own time management. And matter yes. of fact, again, Hedgewa offers student planners that will do this for you. That's right. And they, you can give them their own student planner. And you know what? You can ask them the question, what are you supposed to be doing right now? That's right. And they actually know what they're supposed to be doing. And That's then, right. Well, then do it. Yeah. And our high school junior has figured this out how because she's a junior. So she's been through two years of high school and how to manage her on-site classes and her homeschooled stuff and all of that. Now we have a freshman coming in. I handed her the the planner for high schoolers from Hedua just about a, a week or two ago. And she was thrilled because this is... <laughs> She's like her mama. So, um, you know, these are the years, these high school years, early junior high years. These are the years to start getting them to manage their own stuff. And guess what? They're going to blow it. They're going to fail. They're going to forget to do an assignment. They're going to, you know, yeah. Because they're little, younger. I mean, younger and not little, but... This is the time to blow it. Rather than blow time. it now, then blow it on a mortgage payment later in life. Yeah. If you have an Eagle Scout, Fletch, you are an Eagle Scout. Yeah. So what would it have been like if your parents had you know, completely done all those projects? Yeah, it would you? have been totally worthless. I right. mean, I learned those skills because they made me do them. And they let me fail, which was great. Yeah. I've, I've failed a few times in my life, and those are the bigger lessons. Right. You know? so Absolutely. What else? Okay, so tell your time. Um, the next thing would be Evernote. We've talked about Evernote on the other organization episode, but Fletch, you and I are both huge users of Evernote. I'm a half and half, remember? I like Evernote for some things, yes, and I'm a paper journal guy for the rest of it. But I love Evernote because when I'm on the go, boom, it's in there and it stays. I also, uh, if people are not using Squarespace Note, that's my other favorite of those oh, two. Oh, I love Squarespace Note. It's a very simple, streamlined note-taking app, and once you finish writing your little notes, you flip it, you know, you just kind of slide that up with your finger, your and it sends it to whatever email you want it to have right. been sent to. Yeah. Now, mine goes to an email, it also goes to Evernote. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, fantastic. So it's, it's like double saved. Yeah. And that's like when you're on the road, and you're like, you know, talking to a friend, yeah. and they say, oh, we've been using this curriculum or look what I did. Look at this project I did with my kids. Take a picture of it. Boom. Evernote. Yeah. Uh, make a note of it. Slide your thumb. Evernote in your email. I mean, it, these are two great resources. Right. Another one that go, coincides with Evernote, which is simply a file cabinet right there on your computer. But more than that, it's on every device. Yeah. So it yeah, syncs right. to all of your devices. So I have it on my iPhone. I can I can sit at the schoolroom table while kids are working on something and make our menus and our grocery lists or any other to-do lists that need to be done. It syncs to my phone. Because you're on your laptop at that point. Right, And exactly. then it goes to your phone. Goes so when you're actually phone, in the store. I don't have to do a thing. I don't have to print out the list. I don't have to remember to take it with me. That? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I just Evernote's don't get free. it. It's a great yeah. service. Same yeah. with Squarespace Note. I mean, we're Squarespace users. Mm-hmm. But Squarespace Note is a free app. And it's a free app on, I think, maybe, I don't know if it's Android. We're an iPhone family. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so... 
And it's also, I have a Kindle Fire. I'm not an iPad user. I love my Kindle Fire and Evernote is right there too. So if I'm reading a book, you know, I'm sitting in bed at night before <laughs> before I go to sleep, as you know, and I'm reading a book or something and all of a sudden I think of something. Oh, I got to, you know, I can pull up Evernote, put it in there and it syncs to everything. So yeah. it'll be there on my laptop in the morning. It'll be there on my phone in the afternoon, whatever. <laughs> Evernote needs a sponsor this podcast because we just plugged them hard. <laughs> yeah. In conjunction with Evernote is another app that um, our listeners can can look at. It's called IFTTT, and that's, that just stands for if this, then that. So if you write something anywhere, it just it, it's like the executive function for all of your devices and all of your apps. So if I say, for instance, if you were going to do the grocery shopping every single week, Fletch, it's a good idea, huh? Uh, <laughs> I could, so funny. I know. I could write that grocery shopping list, and if this, then that, recognizes the grocery list and automatically emails it to you. So it, you just set it up to do whatever it is you're doing. So if you say, if Fletch emails me, I want this sent to this thing automatically. I want it saved as a PDF automatically. Whatever that that uh, task you want it to perform is, that's the that's the whole purpose of IFTTT. Yeah. I would also recommend any of these things we're recommending. I go on once a week also, and I just kind of go through and say, what was it I was telling myself to do this week? And sometimes it's a little joy, like, oh, that's right. That was a website I wanted to see. Right. Because the Evernote Clipper is on every website. That's right. I clip websites like crazy. So yeah. these are those things that, you know, I wish I didn't have a news feed. I wish we didn't have to use social media, but we do because of this podcast and because mm-hmm. of my business. Um, but a lot of times I'll see something and go, oh, I do want to see that. And it's not like puppies running around. I mean, it's an actual legitimate argument on maybe on Common Core or something where you go, oh, I do want to read what that was about. I'll clip it. And then later, when I have that free time, I'm sitting in the doctor's office or I'm, mm-hmm. you know, sitting waiting for the tires to be rotated, I can look at this and go, oh, let me look through that. So exactly. I'll go through my Evernote at a lot of those quiet times. And another recent example from homeschooling would be that I was looking at the Memoria Press catalog recently, and they have now a whole special needs um, package. So just a whole few years for special needs kids. And I got really excited, like, oh, this could be so good for Mighty Joe. So I just took pictures of that. I stuck them in Evernote. And then when I was at this last convention in Dallas for Teach Them Diligently, I went to that Memoria Press booth and looked at everything. I probably would have forgotten to do that had that not been right there. Um, And I had the pictures of what I was looking for as well. Now, there's another thing I want to say here that whether you're using Apple devices, droids, we were just talking about this in our family this week. There's an aspect of power that we're not tapping into Mm -hmm. some of these programs like i know evernote there's a sharing app right there's a sharing part of that where you and i can collaborate on a project together we just haven't used it i mean there's just so many cool things that we haven't done yet so when we're recommending this to you realize a lot of things we're saying there's way more there way more we're just scratching that's right all right kenj my turn and this is our last uh recommendation in the organization uh that's the cozy calendar uh, we tried Google calendars, we've tried Apple calendars, and the truth is I couldn't get everybody on board because I love Apple calendars. I use them at the office, and uh, I know there's people that use Google calendars and love those. But what worked for our family was Cozy.com, C-O-Z-I.com. Again, not a sponsor. We just love them. This is, a, this again, it's way more powerful than we use it for, but why I love this is it's a color-coordinated calendar for our entire family. So if I create an event, and let's just say, I'll just pick, well, there's four of us. So Kendra, Fletch, Jack, and Abby. Mm-hmm. Um, if we set up the calendar and we say, hey, we're all going to be at this dinner at the 
you know, Smith family on Friday night. I click everybody's name who's included. I put in the date and the time and the details. And as soon as I say save, boom, it goes out to all of those people. However, they're registered with Cozy. You can be registered through your phone with a text app, or you can be registered by email. So if you're an email person and that's how you get your info and want to manage your life, boom, it comes to you in an email. Immediately it tells Kendra, hey, we're having dinner with the Smith family. Now, that doesn't matter with Kendra and me because we communicate. We actually love each other and we, <laughs> we spend actually time. Yeah. calendars. But yeah. for our kids to know, hey, this is someplace you're going to be or we're going to be as a family, don't book around it. The other thing is that we just tell them, if it's not in Cozy, it ain't happening, right. kids. I mean, you can think you were planning on doing this, but we had this scheduled to do this. And you know, we'll often go through the Cozy calendar on a weekly basis and remind mm-hmm. the kids, hey, this is what's coming up. The other thing is they don't just give you one reminder. So for my son who needs reminders to take out the trash, he gets three reminders. He gets one a day in front, 12 hours in front, and an hour in front yeah. of when that, t- that truck is coming to pick up our trash. Because if the trash doesn't get picked up, people, dad just goes off the hook. No, it's just one of those things in a family this big, you need yeah. trash service every week. So I love Cozy.com. I actually uh, paid for the Cozy Gold, mm-hmm. which I forget what it gave us, but there was enough on there for me to want to do more. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and actually I was talking about Cozy uh, just at this last convention when I did my talk on organization and somebody said to me, you know what? I use their to-do lists as well. So they have a great function on there for creating to-do lists that also will email them to whomever. Right, and there's more. Again, Mm -hmm. more, more, more. But Cozy.com, again, it's free if you want to use it. You know what I'm hearing, Kench? The pitter-patter of big feet. (laughs) People have returned from VBS, which means we need to wrap up the show. So where can people find us online? Yes, Facebook. Facebook.com slash homeschoolingIRL. Twitter at homeschoolIRL. HomeschoolingIRL.com. And if you want to email us, info at homeschoolingIRL.com. You know, we're talking organization. We're going to be talking uh, at least uh, talking about more Hedua products in the next month that really do provide better organization for other areas in your life. But as you're kicking off your school year, again, we're going to recommend you go to our website, go to the show notes on this one, click through um, the Hedgewa link, and it'll take you to their planners and you can see exactly what we're talking about. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you guys for being good listeners. Before we go, I want to say one more thing, Kenj, and that's a weekly plea to go to iTunes and leave a review. Now, I was on iTunes this week. We were ranked number four. You know why that is? Because people love the episode on depression. A lot of people click through. And we had Dr. Melanie Wilson who shared that and all of her listeners and readers click through. But you want to know who's number one every week on iTunes? (laughs) I know who it is, yeah. The Thinking Atheist. Um, I don't know, folks. We would love to be regularly in the top ten on iTunes. And that takes two things. One, it takes more people downloading our show, and they'll find our show if they search iTunes for homeschooling, for Fletch, for Kendra. Um, They'll find that show. But the second thing it takes is reviews, and we've stayed pretty stagnant, and again, I'm not looking for pats on the back. I'm looking for ranking so that homeschooling in real life can get out to more people. And the only reason I'm saying that is I think what we're saying is a slice of real life. So if you have a chance, if you do us that favor, um, this is the way you can support a free podcast. You can go to our advertisers at Hedgewa.com, tell them Fletch and Kendra sent you. You can go to carolinescoffee.com, use the HIRL code. 
or you can just head on over to iTunes. It's free. It's easy. Leave a review for us and tell us what you think. And we'd love five stars, but you can leave whatever review you want. We're secure in Christ. We don't hope shift here, so do whatever you want to do. But thanks for listening. Next week, we have Kenj. Next week, Fletch, we have one of our favorite guests joining us again. Carol Top will be talking about financial struggles. Right, and she's a co-podcaster. She's great. You've heard her before on other episodes we've done. Thanks for listening, and uh, don't forget, send a message into Kendra saying happy birthday. (laughs) The Homeschooling IRL podcast is a part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Every show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information on this podcast or to contact your hosts, please visit us on our website and blog at homeschoolingirl.com.